Hasta la vista, movies. It's B-Movies thanks to Metze Bar, your source for all things NZIFF thanks to the best place to go before or after. Metze Bar is very nice. They've given us a $50 voucher, so if you want to go get some kai uh, or some sangria before you go to a movie, you can text us on 5395 with your name and your B-card number and Metze in there, and we'll pick a winner shortly. But in the studio right now, we've got wonderful comedian, actor, and now uh, feature film director, Tom Sainsbury. Welcome, Tom. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, it's so exciting <laughs> to have you in here on the day that you're premiering Loop Track. Yes, of course, but there's nowhere else I'd rather be. Excellent, that's what we like to hear. <laughs> You're premiering at the Civic, which is such a glamorous place to be uh, bringing your film to the world. It is. like I absolutely love the Civic. It's uh, daunting. It's daunting filling it up. And it's also like, if you've been to the Civic, we had a little tech the other day, and you'll know this if you've been, um, we had a tech the other day, and we're not filling in the front three rows. I was like, why is that? And I sat down in the front three rows in the tea. I was like, my God. Every nostril here, you could see everything you could see. I was like, these we're, we're saving people. Yes, yeah. You don't need to be right under. Under, under my nose, yes. Track is fantastic. I was so blown away by how much I loved this. I think people who know you from your comedy world are going to be in for a surprise, Tom, because this yes. is a different territory altogether that you're exploring 100 percent, and i've been i've been trying to be clear with my messaging guys it's not funny it's not funny <laughs> i mean some of the other actors i find quite funny personally but my me myself i'm not i commit it's not a comedy for me the beats there are some black comic moments in yes. there though like the beats are very um it, it reminded me a lot of watching something from jordan peele who's also got a comedy <gasps> yes. background and it's that knowing how to play with tension that comes from knowing how to get on a stage <laughs> and sort of freak yourself and everyone else out and then make everybody laugh as the payoff yeah, but instead of laughing this time, it's like yes. just so clenched tight with tension. I love being compared to Jordan Peele. That's like my life highlight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think it's hard to talk about this movie mm. without spoilers. Mm. So let's start talking about the world it's come from, the Forty-Eight Hour Film Festival. Yeah. So uh, 2016. So I started hanging out with these this um, production company called Chillbox, who have um, three producers in it, these great guys, and we kind of started working together on web series and things like that. I had the oh, this is so stupid. I had the spiritual moment when I first met them. I sat down at the table. And I was like, "This is a journey here, guys. A journey." <laughs> I didn't tell them that at the time. I still haven't told them. They're probably listening to this, going, "What?" <laughs> so spiritual. But anyway, we did the forty-eight-hour film competition just randomly, and we um, surprisingly won. And I say surprisingly because we were a wild card. We weren't selected to win. We didn't win any of the little prizes. We didn't win best director or writing or script or anything like that. But we took out the big prize for some reason. So cool. It was so cool, but I didn't think we were going to win. So I watched the whole ceremony, but before the awards, I went away. (laughs) So I wasn't there to achieve. Anyway, so off the back of that, we were like, we get, we we need to win 48 Hour. And if anyone's listening and they're into filmmaking, I just, 48 Hour Film Competition is the best thing ever. And if you're thinking about doing it, just do it. It's so easy to make films. Anyway, that's my plug for that. Totally, totally. It's, It's so good. And then we, yeah, we got like some prize money and some kind of prizes and things. And we're like, this is really it's, it's, it's so set up for making a really good short film but we weren't really inspired by short films at that time because we just made one and so we're like what's the next thing we can do let's make a very low budget feature film and that's how it began I love that I also love the the ethos of 48 Hours as you, as you said it's such a good kick platform for people to be like oh 
yes, I can make a movie. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, and it's easier and easier. You can get your own kind of editing software. And also, like, the community around it. And sometimes it's the only, like, there was a couple of years where it was the only creative film stuff I made all year. So it was like, thank God I had that weekend. Yeah, totally. And it's just, uh, it's got that energy. That's what I so enjoyed about Loop Track is it's got that DIY <laughs> energy in it. But it, it, if you came in not knowing anything about that, I don't think you'd be like, oh, this is a DIY movie. Oh, gosh. It's very slick, Tom. <laughs> but it is very DIY too, so it is. <laughs> what was the filming schedule like? Because you're in the bush for most of it. Okay, so thank God we weren't filming this year. So we were filming in a strange year where there was a drought and we didn't have rain. Like, Because obviously filming outside is such an issue with rain and yeah. weather and stuff like that. And so we were filming in this time of a drought. And we had one day of rain and it was the kind of like... It happened to fall on the day that we were filming the kind of the post-drama where it was meant to be a bit sombre and stuff. And we're like, the rain works. Thank you, weather <laughs> gods. So it's so good. Um, yeah, so lots of that. What was the question again? I've gone off on a tangent about rain. Oh, I was, I was joining you on the tangent there. But what was the filming schedule <laughs> oh, like? Oh, yes, that's right. So we... Um, we were planning to film and then we, we were planning to film just a few months after um, COVID arrived in the country and then it became very patchy after that. But then we filmed, I think it was 2020 and then um, edited a whole lot together but there's this big climax that requires a lot, like, it was a lot more, uh, uh, lot more time for like a, maybe a three minute scene. Yes. Which took, uh, you know, a good seven days to actually film. And so that came a whole year later. Okay. That's so interesting. I, feel like at this point we should maybe give the listeners a little yes. little taste of what the story is. I'm going to let you do that, Tom, because Great. I'm scared I'll just get into spoiler territory here. Great. So it's all set, it's um, completely set on a New Zealand uh, uh, hike or a loop track. Um, and it's like a long, it's not a day one, it's like a three day. So there's tramps, there's um, cabins along the way. Yeah. And it's about this guy, Ian, who I play, who's on the verge of a nervous breakdown. He kind of does this walk to kind of get away from society. But the problem is he wants wanted to have silence but everything's so silent his brain's just ticking over everything that's gone wrong back at home so he's yeah. this kind of on edge paranoia that kind of stuff at the same time he's avoiding people but of course if you do a hike you realize there are just there are very friendly people on the hike that <laughs> yeah. kind of attach themselves to you and like what and i can't escape because you can't walk <laughs> two meters behind you have to join these people and talk to them yeah <laughs> so he's in his night he's just gone from one nightmare to another and it's him um kind of making friends with these trampers but at the same time there's he's not sleeping he's got paranoia and he's starting to think that something um, malicious is kind of in the bush and that kind of uh um, because they're isolated from society and don't have any contact, everything kind of unravels, especially around his kind of mental health and them going, what do we do with this guy in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, it, there's a lot of it that felt really familiar for anyone who's ever done a tramp, mm. even if you've done a day walk. You'll yeah. be like, oh yeah, sometimes he did just get stuck next to the chatty guy. <laughs> I was yes. just going to say that's such a like pivotal New Zealand experience is going on like one of the great walks like to escape and then you go and it's just full of people so full and especially the big ones yeah. like sometimes you do the um, Tongariro cross crossing it's like you're passing someone every three minutes there's another person <laughs> smiling that smile the little mouth yes, like, going uphill and they're coming downhill yes. and they're like not long now yes. <laughs> oh my god the not yes 100% so it's got that sort of um, social tension perhaps mm. in there as well but I think Ian is such a fascinating character to hinge it on because I enjoy the ambiguity that you get at the start uh, about why he's doing this. Mm -hmm. Like, wh why is he there? He's obviously having some sort of a crisis, but 
this he's such a fascinating character and i think coming out of the other side of the last few years we probably can all see a little bit of ian in ourselves at the moment uh thank you for that and also i'm sorry humanity that we're all experiencing (laughs) that yeah we're all a little bit ian at the moment (laughs) Hmm. but this feels like maybe the timing of this movie um has kind of come at an interesting point yeah yeah um Hopefully, like hopefully, it kind of rides some kind of like. Uh, well, pe- I mean, first and foremost, I want it to be important to people, even mm. if it's just one person. Like how films are so important to me. Like hopefully, there's someone like that. But if it does kind of capture something, well, that's the thing about film, as you well as you well know, analysing films, it's um, you don't even realise the politics and the, what's happening in the film until hindsight. You're like, oh, that was what was going on with society, mm. and that's kind of fed into it without the people totally. even realising it. Totally, and I think that's the lovely experience about something like the film festival is it just gives us a month to all be massive nerds and run around talking about all the things we're watching and everyone's watching them at the same time and it's that lovely community built around it, which, you know, obviously you've also so enjoyed from the 48-hour film festival. Correct. Uh, So tonight is the big premiere at the Civic. Uh, I think there are still some tickets available, Mm -hmm. so if anyone's wanting to go, this is definitely one to see on a big screen at the premiere. Very exciting evening to go along. I just say you can choose your seats so go like be a little further away from the speaker from the screen <laughs> don't go for the front ones <laughs> <But Tom's laughs> <own station. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you're going to be doing some um q and a's is that right tonight that's right tonight's a um yeah a little introduction then they want me to talk for a little bit afterwards and then tomorrow at hollywood um at 3 p.m um, there's quite a substantial Q&A after that. Awesome. And uh, you're also going to be screening at the Rialto Cinemas in Newmarket on the 6th of August as well for anyone who can't go today or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Tom, thank you so much for coming in to talk about Loop Track. Absolute pleasure. Huge congratulations and have fun tonight. It's going to be a really great evening uh, to celebrate this movie. As always, Whānau uh, Marama NZIFF is on at the moment. You can grab tickets from the New Zealand International Film Festival's website, NZIFF. .co.nz. Uh, lots of texts for Metze Bar coming through. We'll pick a winner for that very soon. See you later, Tom. Thank you. See ya. Go ahead. Make my film. You're listening to B-Movies. Intermission.